Please listen carefully. Welcome to Unofficial Woho Radio, a podcast by women's hockey fans for women's hockey fans. I am Loren, and I'm here with my co-host, Tay. Hi. And Alice. Hey. Um, <laughs> can we, like, explain why we've been gone so long? Yeah, we probably should. <laughs> Trying to schedule a time between three time zones for people who all have jobs. Oh, yeah. That's Heard. part of it. And then the white cap crushed my love of hockey for approximately a month. Yeah. Tay, you're really quiet. You are. Um, I don't know what to do about that. Oh, you got louder. Okay, cool. I'm holding the mic to my mouth. (laughs) (laughs) It's just, it's one of those mics that's like in a set of earbuds. Oh, yeah. I'm just holding it. (laughs) Okay, well, you sound more equal. Off to a great start, I see. So what the heck has happened to women's hockey since we last recorded? Um, oh my god. That guy left WHL. Oh, uh, the investor? I yeah. can pull up uh, what happened. Uh, Le Canadian's coach resigned. And For personal so, reasons. Yeah, so Mid-state. Carlos... I mean, like, when it says that, it's, like, probably something family-related. Someone in your family has cancer, or someone in your yeah. family died, or, like, something yeah. like that. So, I hope, you know, whatever's going on with him is okay. Uh, kind of sucks. I don't got a clue what's happening in the NWHL. Yeah, I've only paid attention to the C recently. The Whitecaps suck a oh, lot. okay. Can I talk about that? Oh, wait, like, suck, like, actually in standings, or just suck still with the whole... I mean, they lost to the Pride, so, like... I mean, that was their first loss of the entire season, though, so they're pretty great in the standings. (laughs) But they lost. Yeah. So, that gives me joy. Yeah. Uh, But if you haven't paid attention to that, I'm going to share an article that I was quoted in. Basically, the Whitecaps signed someone who expressed a lot of garbage views on Twitter like a lot and then people were like hey this person kind of sucks maybe you shouldn't you know sign them because they suck and the white caps social media response to this was block everyone and that was just a bad idea also one thing that i noticed in particular was that i was contacted during this whole debacle by a um girl who was like 16 or something like a, a teenager who said that um, she wanted, like, she was, like, a, a queer fan and she didn't like that they signed a blatant homophobe. So she wanted her picture that had been on the Whitecaps Instagram to be taken down. And she contacted them. Like, she messaged them. She commented, said, like, hey, can you take it down? And they blocked her. Mm-hmm. Which I found was just pretty rude. She had to, like, go ask on Twitter and then get other people to ask. And it took them a full day. And I was just like, that's just unpleasant. It's just bad social media management. Right. But this is coming from a Twitter that will re- retweet uh, players' Bible tweets. I want to clarify that they don't suck because they're Christian. They suck because they are uh, supporting homophobic, racist people. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, I just meant that, like, whoever's running their social media is doing a bad job because yes. why would you do that? Right. They made a lot of really bad decisions. 
yeah. in a span of like 24 hours. <laughs> and then they immediately just backtracked and hoped everyone forget. And unfortunately, it looks like a lot of people did. But I didn't, and I still hate them, and I just want that to be known. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, the Pride also signed, like, a pretty shitty person, too. So, I mean, we're not surprised yeah. because hockey is, like, super racist and all that. But, like, like that's not even a controversial statement. That's just, like, you can find so many players who just say garbage, mm-hmm. which sucks. But we're going to focus on the positive, And we're going to ignore the negative because I will go on a long rant that we don't need because it's already been said. <laughs> Although I am going to see if we can, in the future, talk to people about, like, diversity in the sport or lack thereof. Because I think that's, like, important, too. Obviously, you can't just ignore it. But I think if we toe the line between, like, you know, celebrating what we like about the sport and then also acknowledging the problems and actually talking to people who have smart stuff to say that isn't just repeatedly saying the white cats suck over and over again. Um, yeah, we're going to see where that goes. Yeah. I don't I don't know what's going on with the end. I was hoping you guys would. I haven't actually walked, watched a game in a while. Um, I've not been able to watch as many games because of my work schedule, unfortunately. But um, Riveters are not doing too hot. I saw we, that. Yeah, we won. I wonder why games. that could be. Tell us your feelings, Tay. Uh, uh, I have a lot of feelings. It just doesn't seem like the coach and the players are really meshing that well there's also been a number of injuries on the riveters roster along with a couple of players being out for a bit like Mia Dench didn't play until this past week but yeah the uh let's see the coach has said that he didn't know his players in the first few practices he said that he's a very defense heavy coach which doesn't exactly make sense in women's hockey so it's not working out well just a lot of little things that are kind of all piling together and just not setting riveters up for success if that makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah i think there's a clear difference between this coach and the previous coach whose name i've forgotten but like i knew of him Mm -hmm. what was his name chad wiseman yes him that was his name um like the players really liked him Mm-hmm. clearly cared about the team it's and then now it's like i don't even know this coach's name yeah I, I mean i forgot the last coach's name but like it's been a while i knew like who he was yeah another thing about this new coach is that he's i think his last coaching job was like girls high school hockey oh lord like he's not qualified to be coaching professional women's hockey like he he did used to play for the devils professionally but that's not the same thing oh yeah you can you be know, a great like, player and a terrible coach like it doesn't yeah like look at how like... how great wayne gresky was at coaching like, <laughs> he, was, he was not good yeah i mean i wouldn't know but yeah <laughs> oh, well just know he was a, a great player but terrible coach you're talking about the c i feel like we know more about the c right now yeah uh so recently I'm not going to remember the exact date because I don't even know when this episode's going to come out. But the CWHL lost a investor and a governor. Don't ask me what governor means. Uh, it's just like oversees the league, I guess. It's um, W. Graham Rooston. I don't know if that's right. I don't care. Doesn't sound like a great dude because he is a billionaire, I think. 
very, very, very rich. I'm going to dig up what he did before because like there was a thing where he also like got kicked off another board and he resigned and withdrew financial support. Oh, also fun fact. He tried to get Markham like where the Markham Thunder plays to give him a bunch of money to build a 20,000 seat arena in hopes of attracting an NHL team to Markham, which is right outside Toronto. The city and the NHL like didn't care. Like the NHL straight up said like, no, even if you build an arena, we're not going to do anything. Oh, and this is interesting. So there's um, Kirsten Wellen. Oh, I'm definitely not pronouncing that right. But she's a uh, hockey reporter, women's hockey reporter. And she tweeted out a thread of tweets and then said, in sum, this sure sounds like a shady billionaire who got handed a non-voting governor position on account of being a billionaire with a power trip and is exercising said power trip over information he's not legally entitled to. To which Saskia Stewart, the former director of marketing communication for the CWHL, like replied, sounds pretty accurate. Take that for what you will since she worked with the league. I trust then- Saskia Stewart more than I ever trusted Brenda Andrews. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> and then Greg Y. Wyszynski, who's like work on the like women's hockey is not super great. So he only gets involved whenever there's drama, it seems. Does he write for The Athletic? Probably. No, no he's like ESPN. Oh, okay. Okay, well, you know. Okay, so he's not totally evil. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just, yeah. yeah. So he said that he spoke with a source regarding the whole resignation thing and they indicated that in the internal merger discussions between women's league such as they are i'm quoting his name wouldn't come up suggested this could be a jump before they push you out deal and this like does tie into the fact that he was pushed out or did not get the governor thing unclear but he was with a uh, i think bauer oh yeah 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 anyway so that's that's what's happening it was a really bad summary but you know what just <laughs> so basically it sounds like he wasn't really in the league's plans going forward. No. Like no. they're trying to discuss a merger and they're like completely leaving it, leaving him out of it. So it's kind of like, like now he's making a big deal about leaving, even though I, like it sounds like they didn't even want him there. It's like when what was that basketball team that like said they didn't want to go to the White House and then Donald Trump uninvited them after and even though he hadn't even invited them in the first place, because oh, just wanted... warriors, yeah, yes. it just reminds me of that, like him being like, "Oh, I'm uninviting you," and <laughs> like they already didn't want to go, like you anyway. That's kind of what it sounds like. Yeah. Then the next day, when the yeah. C gave their statement, I think they said, and I might be wrong, so I'm gonna go check that the uh, that his contributions were overstated. <laughs> so like. <laughs> He, so he's he's saying, oh, I gave you a lot of money. I'm a valuable like governor person. And then they're just like, no, you you weren't super great. Oh, oh, goodness. OK, so I actually couldn't hear that over the amount of fingers they were pointing in that statement. Oh, true. <laughs> for, for sure. Because here's the official statement, which I'm going to read out. The Canadian Women's Hockey League announces its board of directors and responds to recent inaccurate statements and assumptions. <laughs> Everything about that is bad. Well, the first sentence is okay. But the fact that they immediately (laughs) released their board of directors list right after this, like, huh. Okay, sure. Uh, Here we go. Oh, okay. 
I'm going to read this whole thing out because it's very funny to me, even though I'm kind of annoyed. I didn't even know they released a statement on it. I'm like that far behind. Oh, it's so good. While Mr. Cranberston did resign as a member of the CWHL on the eve of the annual general meeting, we wish to confirm that Mr. Rooston's departure will not impede or hinder the future of the CWHL or the growth of women's hockey. Recent news articles have overstated Mr. Rooston's contributions to the CWHL over the years, and have made inaccurate assumptions regarding the resignation of certain board members and governors from the CWHL over the years. While the inaccurate statements and assumptions published give an impression impression that CWHL may have difficulties in meeting its mandate in the future, nothing could be further from the truth. The strength of the CWHL leadership is self-evident, and we have every confidence in the success of the CWHL in all future endeavors. Oh boy. I love how they're like throwing shade at people calling out the C for their lack of transparency because because they yeah. don't tell us anything. So then every time someone resigns or someone leaves, they can say whatever they want and the C will just say, well, they're wrong. And we'll just be like, well, I don't know who's right, but I don't think any of you are because none of none of you tell us anything. Yeah, that was like the one thing that I kind of agreed with on this whole thing is that like the C really needs to work on transparency. Mm-hmm. Honestly, the C and N both do, but uh, it's a it's a chronic yeah. problem in women's hockey. The lack of transparency it's been going on for forever. Yeah, you can see a lot of the reporters are frustrated because so often they like don't get responses from either regard like either league regarding like press and stuff. Any yeah. comments and not even like a no comment. Like they'll just get a response. Like they won't get any response. Or that happened like, to um, Greg Wyshynski when he reached out to the C after um, it was announced that that guy resigned. Like he reached out and anything back until they just sent out that blanket statement. Yeah. I saw a few other people like didn't get anything back either. Yeah. And that's just like, I mean, I can get like, like blog writers. Mm-hmm. Like I can get that because they'll be like, oh, are you really a reporter? And that, that's still like, there's a whole like another level of like, you know, what is a reporter, blah, blah, blah. But like he worked for ESPN, right? Like people know what that is. So they could just say like, we're going to release a statement, hold your horses Instead yes. of just, like, leaving him on red. Exactly. Like, just say you're releasing a statement in a little bit. Like, you don't need to ignore people. It's it's also frustrating because it's this might even just be a case of they get a lot of emails and it's hard to have someone go through all of them because who knows how tightly stretched their front their office is. And, like, their staff is in terms of what people can do when because so many of them are volunteers. And, like, out of them, like, how many people are actually trained or have the authority to respond to any of this stuff. But again, that's a transparency thing. Just say, hey, we're stretched. You don't have to word it in like, oh, we're going to crumble. Just be like, a lot of us are volunteers and we can't always get back. But even then, they still should have an automatic response system and just tell reporters to submit like, you know, reporter inquiry in the header and then just have like a stock email response to send off. Just be like, we're going to send out a press release. It's not hard. I know people who are not paid to do this who do it very well. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just, I have feelings about this. Wait, really quickly, I need to let y'all know that the Riveters are going to start playing games soon and I will be watching that <laughs> while talking to y'all. <laughs> we'll, we'll allow it. Okay. <laughs> Okay, so I think that's a larger conversation about transparency, which just can be boiled down to as fans, just be honest, just tell us things like I get, I get the way a company, oh, also, this is another thing about part of the reason he said that he resigned, this is about whatever his name was, who resigned from the governor thing, whatever, is because he had doubts about their transparency as a nonprofit. Mm -hmm. And so that's like, that's like where the C and the N differ, because the C 
is like a registered nonprofit, right? Versus mm-hmm. the N is like a company. So in that case, for the N, like to not release like their internal stuff is like, you know what? Fine. That makes sense. You're probably bleeding money all over the place. because That's what happens to startups. Not in like a, they're going to crumble and die. Who knows? But in a, uh, you don't make money during the first few years. That's just like a thing. Mm-hmm. Usually. But with the C, I mean, what's your stuff going towards? Give us a little info. They do give a um, a report at like the end of the year about like what happens. And you can like download that and look at it. But like a little, a little more transparency. Just, just a little would be nice. Yeah. And then it would also like, they're, they're talking about people being, you know, people speculating and how inaccurate it is. Well, we don't know what's accurate. So how are we supposed to do anything but speculate? Or do you just not mm-hmm. want us to talk about you ever? Anyway, that's my feelings on this. <laughs> A lot of feelings happening. Oh, also the, uh, okay. So in this press release, it's the CWHL and the Canadian Association for the Advancement of Amateur Women's Hockey or C-A-A-A-W-H. Ah! Which I think is... <laughs> Ah, <laughs> oh, indeed. I just noticed that, and that's both like the worst and the best. Like, oh boy! No, it's just the worst. It is the worst. I mean, it's great if you want to be like funny. Yeah. Uh, it's bad for literally everything else. Okay. Oh, the um NWHL All Star Game is gonna be in Nashville this year. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, Tay will be excited. Yeah, that was, I like, had my first thought. Oh, yeah, I saw that, and I was like, Aww. I wonder how Tay feels about this. Tay feels very good. Are you gonna feels- go? I have tickets for the game and the skills competition, and my class schedule should work out then. So I looked at my schedule and I can't even drive to Montreal to go see a game. Just the way things work out. Um, ditching your job to go to a women's hockey event is very worth it. And I highly recommend it. <laughs> oh, I saw that. Because once you're done, you, you won't you won't care how broke you are after because you'll be like, yeah, that was worth it. I mean, you did meet Hillary Knight. I did. You Pretty big did. deal. I barely <laughs> remember it at all. <laughs> like I don't I remember like five seconds of it and then after that it's just oh like, did you like, like black like, out <laughs> I think so one of my friends took took a video of it so I like I could watch that which is great because I don't yeah. remember what happened <laughs> video Aww. and photographic evidence that's all I yeah. can need but um yeah uh, according to Tay I'm a national hero because I got Hillary Knight to hold a team Canada jersey <laughs> You are This it was not on purpose I I had my I, okay I bought one of the like Olympic jerseys even though they're super ugly because after the Olympics they were all like half off So mm-hmm. I was like well now they're only half as ugly so I'll buy one <laughs> um, So I took that with me to like get like bunch of them to sign it and then when I met Knight I was like holding it and we went to take a photo and at the last second I was like oh I don't want this huge Canada jersey in my picture with Knight so I just like I didn't give like any warning because apparently I only had like two active brain cells at this point (laughs) (laughs) so I just like threw my jersey at my friend who was taking the picture 
and he like completely missed it so knight just like lunged and caught it before it hit the floor so i was i was a disaster you're a hero (laughs) that's mostly what i'm getting from this but yeah it was good she was very nice i'm i'm on the inferno facebook page now too with like i made a sign for the game because i live in the middle of nowhere in north bc so to fly to um, Calgary, it's like I have to fly down to Vancouver and then over to um, Calgary. Well, actually, I flew into Edmonton because it was cheaper. Um, um, so I made my sign. It was like I would fly a thousand miles if I could just see you tonight. And if you don't get the joke, I'm very disappointed in, in you. Just know that. Um, except for I I spelled tonight with K-N-I-G-H-T and so um, Dave Holland who takes like lots of photos at Winsport not just of hockey like all Olympic events um, basically if you're not following him on Instagram you should be Um, he took a photo with Knight in front of like me and my sign during the game so we're on the Inferno Facebook page if you want to go check that that. out it's very cute the Inferno won both games, so it was great. Yeah. I also met Carolyn Willette, who I tried to meet like three years in a row, but every time <laughs> every time she came every or every time Montreal had a game in Calgary, she always had a coaching job, so she never came. Uh-huh. But then like this year, because Montreal's coach resigned at like the last minute, she took over and she, and she came. So I got to meet her. And it, she was very busy. She stopped for like two seconds and took a photo with me. So I'm very grateful because she looked like she had lots to do. I just had a great time. You sound like you did. I'm so happy for you. Me too. I'm like. <laughs> oh, I was going to say also, I just thought that the uh, NWHL's all-star game logo was cute because it's a guitar. Oh, wait. Does that mean, gonna I mean be, there's going to be what? Like country music at the all-star game? I mean, yeah. Maybe. Uh-huh. They're probably going to, like, play it over the um, sound system, but I don't know if they'll do the, like, Predators thing and have people, like, perform it. I hope they have someone. Like, I doubt they will, but I hope they do. They should see if they can get Bellamy's brother, because, again, I met her on Sunday, and my friend was with me, and she's from Nashville. She's going to school in Alberta. She's not from Nashville. She's from Tennessee. And so she told... Casey that and the first thing Casey says is oh I have a brother in in uh Tennessee trying to like have like a country music career or something so <laughs> launch his wow. career at the all-star just game be his big break <laughs> <laughs> what else has happened uh Melody Dau is out for six to nine weeks yeah what game was that that was on Sunday. So, Which uh, Sunday? Oh, sorry. 25th? Okay. Um, yeah, so the Sunday game of Montreal and Calgary. Um, she collided with... I believe it was Kelly Murray. She, they like... Uh, Murray had the puck in the Inferno's end and Dao came to challenge her and they ended up like running into each other and it was knee on knee. Ooh. Ugh. Yeah. So... Uh, Dao was taken off the ice. I initially, I didn't see what happened. I just saw her, like, on the ice after play had stopped. And it, it stopped, like, very quickly. They didn't wait, like, more than maybe, like, four seconds. And um, a trainer and two of her teammates carried her off the ice. And I realized later, because I was filming when it happened, but I didn't realize I had actually, like, caught 
the injury. So I knew I looked I looked at it later. And so yeah, it was like knee on knee. I can't really tell because it happened so fast if it was like intentionally knee on knee, because that does happen sometimes. But I think it's something that like if the CDOHL had the level of like a player safety department that like the NHL had, it would probably be looked at. Yeah. Anything else we can talk about? We need a format. We need to format things properly. We didn't Sir, ask for any questions. That's true. I don't think we answered last questions because I never got that last episode done. Oh, let's see. What is in our Tumblr inbox? Did we do favorite and least favorite goalie masks? Or like, did we post that episode? I think we did. Because then Tay on Tumblr was complaining that Canadians didn't appreciate Nicole Hensley's mask. I'm right, and you can't convince me otherwise. Have y'all seen her Butte's mask? I have not. I know I saw it, but I don't remember it, like, at all. I'm not going to look up pictures right now, because it's on Instagram somewhere. But it's beautiful. My favorite thing about Nicole Hensley is that when... The Sabres had, like, the Buttes there doing, like, a t-shirt toss and stuff. They were playing the Avalanche, and she was wearing, like, her Avalanche shirt. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's from Colorado. Oh, and because I feel like we haven't mentioned them, but uh, just a reminder that we love the Victory Press, and we think they're great. And you can support them on Patreon. It's really nice coverage. And I would highly recommend if you like women's sports that you check them out if you haven't already. Yeah, they do some really, really thorough coverage. And like they're all listener, listener, they're all reader supported. And if you go to their Patreon, they do podcasts every so often that are really, really good. Like it's a bunch of reporters sitting down and like talking about in-depth stuff about women's hockey in a way that you don't really get from, I don't want to say don't get from us, but like. They've been around for a while doing this stuff and they talk about like the business side of it and stuff. And also, again, very diverse group of people and they talk about a lot of important things. And you should definitely go check them out on Patreon, patreon.com slash the victory press. Also, you get yep. really cool stickers when you support them. I you have one on my laptop. Guys, okay, so the ribs are playing in um, Pittsburgh right now, and I, I guess they didn't bust the entire team up there because Sarah Bryant, their um, part of their goalie trio, is watching the YouTube stream. Oh, <laughs> I love her. How's the game going? It's good. I can't hear commentary because I've got it muted, but uh, they're well, playing. No one's currently the white cap broadcasters keep saying Skimura instead of Skarupa. Oh what? It's from yeah. Melissa Burgess. She said um she she thought she had missed something and Haley had been traded. That was like at the Olympics. Interesting. I I've... heard so many variations God, of whatever. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still don't know how to pronounce Lamaru correctly. Like I feel like I say it differently every time. Just pick one way and say it confidently. And then people will think you're right. <laughs> it's true. The guy that did the Olympics kept changing from like Lemieux to Lamoureux to I, I can't even remember what they all were now. But it's like he said it a different way every time. Oh, my dog. Hear my dog? Yeah. I do. Okay, I have to go for 0.3 seconds. Okay. And I'm back. 
Okay, did someone score while I left? Yeah. No way I'll scored. Oh, I leave for literally less than a second. It's like whenever I go into the forest to go camping, something happens. It's true. Go into the forest more, because every time you do, something gay happens, and it's great. I'm going to yeah. go into the forest. Three more couples are going to get married, and the C and the N are probably going to merge, and I won't find out till I get back, and it'll be like less than three days. Yeah. <sighs> okay. I think we should wrap this up. We've been talking for a while. Yeah, I think we, we've covered all there. Like, I don't know what else there is to talk about. Wish there was more transparency. Yay, hockey. Sure. So that's it for us today. Thank you very much for listening. I'm Loren. You can find me on Twitter uh, at Spoon Nicholson. That's Spoon as in Spooner and Nicholson as in Mickelson. And now it's y'all's turn. <laughs> You can find me at Rivs are Rollin at Twitter. That's at Rivs underscore R underscore Rollin. And you can find me, Alice, on Twitter and Tumblr at YOLO WOHO. I'm not going to spell that. It's like YOLO as in you only live once and WOHO as in women's hockey. And I got it because someone suggested it when I was changing my URL and it was too ridiculous to uh, not do. Could you imagine if Megan Mickelson would have had to name her baby Yolo Woho if someone had to that? <laughs> I mean, there's probably worse names out there. That is true. Great. We're going to hit stop recording. <laughs>